0: One. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first episode of my new rebranded podcast. It's not until the last drop anymore. It's called Smoochie Town because God forbid I keep talking about it on every podcast. And that's when I go to a girl's house or to a restaurant and take her to Smoochie Town, give her a little kiss on the lips or the cheek. I don't know where, but it's fun. So before we get to our very funny guest today, let's start her off. Let's start her off. First drop of the week of Smoochie Towning. Yep, you guessed it. I met a girl on Raya and she is of influence. She is of famous influence. Her dad was a famous pop star. That's all I'm going to say about it. So we matched on Raya, beautiful girl, and she actually slid into my messages. She said, Are you a night owl? That's all she said. And I, and I didn't know what to respond. I was flabbergasted that she even initiated the conversation. So I say, Who, who? that's what I replied. And then she was like, do you want to meet me at midnight tomorrow night? And I was like, am I about to have sex with this girl right off the bat? Is she just a little freaky in the sheetsies? So we meet up at Barry's kitchen at midnight and they didn't have alcohol, right? But she was fine with that because she just got out of an AA meeting. That's why she wanted to meet later in the day. So I guess she's not that fun. You know, I like alcohol. You know, especially on a first date. So I pre-gamed it. I pre-gamed it. I'm kind of drunk meeting her at Berry's Kitchen. But they didn't have alcohol, and they didn't have coffee either of her liking. So we went to a Denny's on Sunset. I think it's a Denny's. Yeah, right across the and now. And we had conversations about life. She read my palms. We had a lot of coffee. I'm not even a coffee drinker. It gives me anxiety. So, and then we go back to my place at four in the morning. She comes in my bedroom. She sits on the ground and she taught me grunge style. We had a lot of laughs. She was actually a really cool girl. And then an hour later at 5 a.m. I walk her out and guess what? I took her to Smoochie Town. Yes, I did. The next day, she messages me saying, I liked it when you kissed me last night. And I was like, oh, you liked it when I took you to Smoochie Town. And then two days later, I'm at the club and she hits me up. She sends me a message of her and her cats playing, you know, a little selfie style video, super cute. I'm behind the DJ booth at Nightingale and I FaceTime her. Uh, she picks up. She's on the phone for two seconds. And then she hangs up. I guess she didn't like me behind the DJ table at Nightingale. So the next day, I felt super bad. And I wanted to keep seeing her. So I was like, hey, do you want to go to the movies tomorrow night? And maybe get some Smoochy Town action. And she says, hey, I think you're a great guy. But I don't think it's going to work. That's a drop of the week. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, I'm not going to say her name. All right, for our guest. For our guest. For our guest. Super funny guy. He's the king of crowd work. Famous comedian touring around the country. Give it up one time for Will Burkhart. Thanks for coming on, my man. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. How are you? What'd you think of that drop of the week? Are you uh, Are you on any dating apps? Or... Not any
1: dating apps. I have a girlfriend, but uh, hey. I think it's really funny to do all this 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 whole build up and then be like, and she didn't want to hang out ever again. Anyway, so you guys ready to do the podcast or what? Yeah, it sucks, you know? Like, because we had a good time and just her judging me
0: based on I was at a nightclub and she, I guess yeah. I, she doesn't want to socialize in that scene. But So she's
1: just on a nightclub, girl.
0: I guess not. I think she just had a bad pass and that's why she went to AA and stuff like that. So maybe ah, that sense. was just a bad influence. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes
1: sense. Yeah, because she doesn't want to get wrapped up in your whole thing. Because you're you're I feel like I don't know you super well, but you feel like a like a going out guy. Like you're a guy. I'm who's a social always, butterfly. Yeah.
0: I just like get energy from other people. I'm an extrovert.
1: Yeah. But, but you go you go out a lot. How many nights a week do you think you go out? Like going out.
0: Going out, like going out, or just like, oh my God, let's have an old fashioned lore hardware. At
1: least, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still counts. If you count that, how many nights a week are you out? <sighs> four okay four or five okay especially on the weekends because you
0: start thursday and then friday oh my god there's something to do there's something to do every night you know? there is
1: i know if you are an, oh, going out guy it's kind of hard not to go out all fucking time in the city but, yeah uh, but, but you travel a lot for work a lot yeah arguably too much yeah but we it was funny listening to that because i was like man we could not be in like diff- more different places in our lives like you are out here like on the dating scene hooking up with chicks and you're like going out to nightclubs like we couldn't be more opposite really so you're an introvert yeah, but I'm also just like busy. I don't know. And I also like how well, I'm busy too. Well, no, it's, it's I'm busy in a way of like I'm always doing. I'm I'm you know what it is. It's not even busy. I'm like too focused on stand up and so I don't ever take time to like go do have, have fun stuff. Yeah. And I have a girlfriend so it's like what am I going out? When would you guys meet? You know. You and your girl. And how did you uh, guys meet? We met on, <laughs> <laughs> We met on a uh, Bumble during COVID. Oh wow! Oh, you've yeah. been dating for a minute. For a minute, it's like three years, a little over three years.
0: So How was that during minute. COVID? Because you were skeptical and hanging out with certain people, and yeah. you had your
1: bubble, your Bumble bubble, you had a little BB. Yeah, dude, little BB action. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, it was one of those things where I was so attracted to her based on her pictures. I was like, I'll risk it all. Really? Yeah. I was like, I don't care. It, also, it was like deep into COVID where I was like, like it's at this point, fuck it, like it, it, whatever. I'm so desperate to like hang out with a girl. <laughs> Like I'll, I'll die. I don't really, like it's fine. I'm not that worried about it at that point. And so, uh, yeah, I was just, I was so attracted to her. I remember when she like hit me up that she was going to come to my place. Cause that's all you could do at that point, by the way, Yeah, which is the best, such a cheat code for guys. Look, like, you have to come over. I, I I don't want it that way. No, you can't work out. You can't uh, go to the restaurant. You know, like, I would take you to Laura Hardware, do yeah. it all fashion, but I'm like, oh, I was like, if only how do I have to come here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it was, uh, and so I remember when she said she was going to come over, I was, I was so excited. I was like genuinely excited. Really? Uh, and so, and then, yeah, we just, and then I didn't expect her to be as cool as she was and she was fucking awesome. And then we just have been dating ever since. How? <laughs> I wasn't like looking for a girlfriend. Either of us were, we weren't looking for a relationship, but we, cause we both got out of like sh- gnarly ones. Ooh. And so we were like, but we just, we were, it was too easy. We we're like, ah. Yeah. Where are you from originally? Yeah. I grew up in like the Bay area. It's like
0: San Francisco. Okay. Bay area, Do you yeah. miss it but, comparatively to like, I think LA is just for dating in general LA
1: sucks. Uh, but, well, there's, but there's a lot of people though. So it's like you, a lot of options. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, just, I don't know if dating sucks, but it's definitely like, it depends what kind of girls you are going for. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it's they have a lot to like, if girls want to be with like a famous influencer type of dude, it's like a lot to pick from, you know what I mean? So for guys, it's like, if you're just a normal guy, yeah, it's tough to compete with these motherfuckers. Exactly, especially
0: you know? comedians, because girls love funny people. You know, because sure. the number one fear in the world isn't death, isn't uh, sharks, it's public speaking.
1: Dude, I forget that. And I remind myself of that like once a month. I'm like, oh yeah, like what we do is like people's biggest fears. Yeah, The shit I do every night is people's skydiving. That's crazy. What,
0: <laughs> what is, uh, where's your favorite place to perform?
1: A uh, couple, sit. I mean like, are we in LA or out anywhere? We'll start with LA and then we'll branch out. Oh, uh I mean I love uh I do Comedy Magic Club a good amount. That's become one of my home clubs. Where's that in Hermosa? It's uh Oh okay. Yeah. And uh that's I'm very grateful. It's like a hard club to get into and I kinda like finesse my way in. So that that feels great. And I did flappers last night, underrated club, fucking rocks. It was is, packed. Is that in Burbank? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, and I also will just go up anywhere. I haven't gotten into like the main clubs yet, which it's it's also like it doesn't matter. If you're in at the clubs or not, it's like, you can still be well, like the store successful. factory yeah, improv. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of just I feel
0: like, like, how do you not in those clubs? You're
1: I'm not super like, I don't know. I, I well, I haven't like done the thing where I'm like, I focus all my energy on like, I just want to get past at the store and I'm hanging out there every night. Like I don't care. I'd rather just go do a set than like try to get into a place. Oh uh, um, like... yeah. And also like my, my success is also fairly recent. So not a lot of people, some people still don't know who I am, um, which is fine. And I, my time will come. I'm not worried about it.
0: Yeah, because a lot of your set, I've seen you perform a couple of times. Uh, it's a lot of crowd work. So do you ever get like, do you base it off that or do you have your like 10, 15 minutes and then try to like, do you ever just go on stage and just do crowd
1: work? Um, No, I don't. Uh, I remember the la- I remember the show we did together last. We did Bryson's show. And <laughs> the brewery? And uh, dude, I for real, like that's funny you say that because in my in-town sets, I don't really do that much crowd work. I'm going there like on a mission to work on various jokes everything i'm doing on stage there's like a reason for it even like oh i open with this joke like there's a reason i'm opening with it right and if i try out there's like every joke has a there's a purpose so if i'm up there doing crowd work it's like i feel like i'm not being productive like i know i can do crowd work to a certain extent i don't Mm -hmm. consider myself the king of crowd work i think i've gotten better at it for sure but there's but that show is it was so fucking chaotic and wild (laughs) that i was like i can't just go up there and be like hey a joke hey high school jokes or whatever it's like dating it's like people aren't it was such a chaotic shit. You had to like tap into the crowd. You mm-hmm. had to go in and, and fuck with people to like to get them on your side. You know yeah. what I mean? So so it's funny, but yeah, that show for sure. I was like, what? I mean, what a mess. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to do had to do some crowd work around the country. You know? Where's your favorite place to perform? Um, cities I love would be like Denver, um, Chicago. Have you ever perform Zany's Chicago? Is that yep. Did Zany's that? sold it out? Um Ooh, very and nice. uh, no, and uh, <laughs> New York I love and yeah. Those are, some, those are some good ones. Those are big cities. I'm trying to think like like deeper cuts would be, I mean, Nashville was really fun. Uh, I've never been to Nashville. No. I heard
0: it's a lot of fun.
1: It was cool, dude. That was, I actually, I rarely go out. Even on the road, I rarely go out. I usually do the show and like by that time, I'm, I'm What do you do for fun then? Uh, um, n- nothing, no. Nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, bro, I'm so busy during the day with like editing and writing and stuff. I, I don't have a ton of time to do. Like, I try to work out when I can, I watch a lot of sports, try to hang out with buddies when I can, hang out with my girlfriend, and like that's pretty much it, dude. Do you I, don't, I don't have a lot of time. No, we don't. Uh, not yet. Yeah. Yeah. We will, but just I I I've uh, I made the choice to like not rush into that because I'm like, I don't know. Well once you once you once you move in together, that that's it. You're that's it. You can't be well, like, oh, also... take a year off. It's like, no, that's it. Yeah. And I'm excited, but I just want to do it. Like, not rush into it. There's no re it's like, we'll do, we'll do it. Yeah. People rush into that shit so quick. How old are you? 30. 30? Yeah. You look younger, you have a baby face. Let me tell you, great. even with the beard. Great, keep it coming, I need it, that's yeah. great. Because <laughs> this business, bro, you, I want to look young as long as possible. Exactly. And I think that's a big thing is like, I don't really drink that much anymore and I think that helps a lot. Because you, you look at people who look bad for their age, a lot of times it's booze. Really? Mm-hmm. God damn it, that's I why I look like freaking 38. Terrible. I'm oh, 28. Okay. You're 28? Dude, I look older, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I would say to like, like, think definitely like be a little careful. I've just seen yeah. it. I've seen like, I know two people that I won't say two comedians that are like the same age and one like booze hard and one doesn't drink and it's like drastic how different they look.
0: So do you so don't even just, drink um before? Cause when I first started, I'd have, I'd get like pretty pretty under the influence to go on stage. <laughs> sure. And it was terrible. And yeah. now, like, I I started hosting at the improv and stuff, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. And I only have, like, one glass of wine before my set, just, like, because I like wine. Sure. Uh, and I can relate to the crowd more. I'm more, like, yeah. sharp. And it's just, like, not sloppy. And mm-hmm. you have to treat it as, like, it's a job. You
1: shouldn't be drunk at your freaking job. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, I, I've toyed with that a few times where I, I – because it's – me, I'm always looking for – like how do I make my brain like fire the best as possible? Like how can I be as sharp as possible at all times? Like what's the recipe to do that? Like. It, smoking weed the night before a show having a drink before the show how much coffee i have at what point do i have caffeine how close to the show it's like i'm thinking about really? all these things to make sure my brain is at like full capacity so what's your concoction you know what I mean? so right now i stop i did there. Were, i did some shows in florida where i did like tequila like before every set i did like a weekend so i did five shows and i Jesus Christ, and i did like you know like a probably like a double tequila before each set and it was cool it kind of caught me loose like i wasn't drunk i wasn't you know it just, it made me like excited and loose. But then I was like, you added it up. I'm like, bro, this is like the most unsustainable lifestyle. Like, yeah. like a double tequila. It's like four shots of tequila a night. And for three nights, I was like, this is insane. Yeah. So I stopped doing that. And I think it's just, uh, I think just having, you know, what I, you know what I do? What I love is that I'll do like a strong coffee. I'm a big coffee guy. I'll do okay. a strong espresso thing in the morning. And then if I'm staying in hotels, which I usually stay in the same type of hotels, I'll do the hotel coffee, you know, that drip free shit. In yeah. the lobby. I'll do that kind of all day. Really? Kind of all day, I'm like drinking that. Not, and I'm not like wired or anything. I'll try really? to like do a workout. Keep, you know, bring the coffee. I'll bring the coffee to the club and still be sipping it. But I'm in, but I'm like, I'm on this level. I'm just in this <laughs> level like, a cold? <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, a little bit, but it's fine. No, because I re up right before we go. I'm, yeah. l- I'm always like dripping it in there. Um, pause. But uh, yeah, it's my concussion. It's just a little bit of caffeine, but I can't do it too soon to set because then I get shaky. And I have this thing where my hands shake, anyways. <laughs> Just and so like right now, this is me. Parkinson's
0: on stage with a microphone. I have a
1: thing called it's called a benign tremor where my hands are always pretty shaky. Like this is not me like fucking around. This is how my hands always are. And so caffeine makes it worse. So if I have caffeine hella close to a set, and you're sitting front row, your boy's shaking, and, it's like, <laughs> and you're like, oh he's he's really nervous right now. Yeah, that's what I think they think. They're like, oh does he? It almost makes you because I think what's big about stand up is that you need to make sure that the crowd trusts you. That's a huge thing, and that's why that first minute's so important. Is because they're like, oh, can we trust this? Does he got it? You got to get the money. Does he yourself. got it? Like, yeah. does we can we trust this guy to make have us have a nice time, right? So if I'm up there shaking, <laughs> Johnny nervous up here on stage, people are gonna be like, does this guy got it? Like, I don't know. Yeah, and so those are things I kind of think through. Have you tried shrooms? I have. Yeah, I, love I fucking
0: love microdosing. Like yeah, chocolates.
1: Great. Yeah, I, the chocolates are great. I really, I think it's fucking awesome. I yeah. love that that's becoming more acceptable, and I think it's going to become like more common than drinking.
0: It's honestly safer. One. absolutely. Oh and my god, I've seen an influx of you know the younger generation, like Gen Z. I, I would consider us millennials. Yeah, 28, 30. I say millennial, yeah, but I don't even know anymore. Me either. I don't know. I don't like to put labels on myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, they will do like they microdose instead of drinking. One because it's cheaper. And a lot of kids are broke. Sure. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Like, I spend Especially every time go I go out, out, out on a date, every time I go out, $300. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah.
0: Because I'm going to Soa House. Like, I'm going to, like, nice dates because I want to sure. impress the girl. Sure. But then I'll leave, I won't even get taken to Smoochie Town. So it's not even worth it. Well, what the fuck, man? Right. I'm not expecting anything in return for my investment. Sure. However, it's like, come on.
1: Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Shrooms are great. I, I, dude, I did like a, like a, like a heavy micro-dose and like hang with a <laughs> You did a
0: macro-dose. Well, but
1: it's not like, because I've done, <laughs> I know, no, very fair. I've done the like full trip, like multiple, me and my girl will usually go to like Joshua Tree or something like once Dude, every like three, Dude, Joshua Tree is the months. best place, bro. And we've been a big bear, we did Malibu, and we'll just like do a thing. Every like three, four months, do like a real legit mushroom dose. And it's, uh, it's fucking awesome. But I did the like probably three four squares or something like that, like kind of like a microdose, but you're like a little like, little yeah, I don't know, yeah, and uh, and it had so much fun, dude. It's just and it was so I'm controlled. I'm not spending yep. all the money. Yeah, bro. There's no Smoochy Town happening, hopefully, because <laughs> I'm with my <laughs> buddy. Um, but it was just it was like I was like, wow, this is a really fun thing to do, and you're you're fine after, you know, yep. it wasn't no like, hangover. There's no come down. You're just kind of like, bro. Uh, it's, it's so I'm. I'm I'm expecting it to be like way more common.
0: There's this new thing, it's called Magic Mind too. And it's not necessarily psilocybin, but Mm -hmm. it's like a shot you take every morning. And it's filled with nootropics, lion's mane. It's popular amongst a lot of podcasts right now. I like, think my girl actually uses that. She has a
1: thing you you drip in the thing. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's what it is. Yeah,
0: so. this one's just yeah, a shot dude, pre bro. and dude, it doesn't even taste bad. And It's just a steady flow state of energy throughout the day. Yeah, it's insane. Like that's what I prefer because sometimes you don't know. Like if you take one of chocolate, you don't feel it. You take two and you're on the fucking you're on sure, your ass. Sure, 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 sure. But I love it, bro. I, I think it's definitely gonna be legal soon. I think it's it legal already in some is pretty states. much.
1: You can go. I know you can go to a store and just buy some. I know that for a fact because we've like gone to this. There's a store.
0: Oh, really? Yep. Which
1: can I it's have the you know, there's a dispensary in Sherman Oaks called like the Higher Path. I Bro, I in my backpack I have a T shirt. They give you a free T shirt oh, yeah, time you a go. The gray and black one, 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 yeah. Yep. And uh, there's a place Should've next worn. to it called uh the other do- uh the other path. Oh, that's, that's smart. For, that's for mushrooms. You just get like chocolates and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: So what's your like so, uh process mm-hmm. in writing jokes? Do you take shrooms? Because I feel when I'm on shrooms, I think of shit more creatively and whatnot. Mm. And like, because what's your writing process? Because to be honest, mine. I'm recently into comedy. Like yeah, because you're the past super.
1: How long have you been doing up for now,
0: bro? To be, I tell people longer, but usually, <laughs> What's like the real answer, year, a year, a year, yeah, not even for sure. And now I kind of have imposter syndrome, of like, why do I get to host these shows? Like, oh, sure. and stuff of, like, yeah. I don't deserve it. These guys have been going to open mics for all their Sure, life. That makes sense. And but you it's know.
1: not it's not about. But it's it's a it's this town's about just connections and like. And that's why
0: I've with. networked my way, mm-hmm. which is a skill of mine you know, to be able to mm-hmm. go somewhere mm-hmm. and just like genuine relationships and building off of that. And yep. I'm also a good laugh too. I'm not just like bringing a bunch of people out, you know, for sure. because you can't just do that. But my process is whatever happens to me throughout the day, I think it's funny and I write it down and then I try to write on it and elaborate it later mm-hmm. and see if it can be turned into a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's your process yeah. like?
1: I mean, a similar type. I, it's funny, I do like 90% of my writing in the car on the way home from a set. Um, meaning <laughs> that's safe. no, and I found a way to make it safe. I found a way to make it safe. I'm like a fucking notebook um, <laughs> or on like my windshield. I'm like, um, no, I, I, I do a thing where I have my phone on like a dock thing as I'm driving and I, and I hit uh, like a video and I record myself, uh, oh. like, talking out, uh, talking out. Shit. I did it last night and like, yeah, I'm, that's pretty much how I, like, I, I, that's like honestly how I can, mainly how I can write. It has to be after a set. It has to be. Like the only that's the only way my brain is like in stand-up mode. The synapses are firing and I'm it's so fresh and the the feelings are so there. Yeah. Waking in the waking up in the morning and writing stand-up is something I've never understood how to do. Cause I'm just like, I'm not in stand-up mode. I'm like drinking, yeah. I'm like doing everything else. And so I just need to be like around a set. Um, and for another for example, it's like I did comedy magic. There's two shows, six and eight, and after the six o'clock, I just walked and like sat by the beach and just like wrote. Right.
0: Well, and you're then always I went back. better your second show. Because you're warmed up, I feel. Yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, for sure. You're definitely a little bit better. Um, Depends on the crowd. But yeah, so I tried. I can only write basically after after shows. And as of now, that could change. But that's just what I found. When did you start? Most effective. I started nine years ago. Nine years ago? So um, 21? 20. Yeah, 21. Yeah, what got, What
0: 20. were you doing before? And what got you into comedy
1: itself? Um, were you always like the funny kid in high
0: school, college?
1: Mm, only amongst my friends. I was never like the class clown. Okay. It would be like if I had friends in my class, I was killing but if it was like if I was just me and like everybody was like an acquaintance, I was like super quiet, very shy, very introverted, like kept to myself. But um, if I had friends in the class, I would get like Cs because I was just like fucking around so much and making them laugh. Yeah, um, I did. I it was I did it once in high school for a class project, in um, English class. It was a thing called the challenge project, which it was do something that challenges you. And I was like, I'm gonna go do stand up comedy. And uh, so I did it once and uh oh, like a club very, like an open mic, yeah like a san francisco open mic oh, yes yeah, it was wild just amongst a bunch of adults and i'm just like 17 i'm just like ah it was <laughs> crazy i like blacked out and then i did it once when i was 19 again and then 21 my senior year of college i was like i think i can like do like i'm gonna like for real do this and i did it a few times and i just never stopped and then i moved to la after a year so i moved right to la because i was because i'm a west coast guy and i don't want to be in the midwest so yeah. i was like r- right when my college was done i was in la like a week later like, Where you right go to school? there uh depaul in chicago DePaul. I went to film school there yeah. oh okay yeah and so i was uh, i was out of there went, went right to la
0: do you miss chicago i love no. chicago sure i was like a clean new york in my opinion
1: yeah it's good yeah i, I like that you know? less little less crowded too new york's fucking yeah stressful. it's just stinky dude new york i tough. hate it new i don't york's like tough. it yeah i like new york in moments and in neighborhoods i like certain neighborhoods you know yeah like my uncle my aunt and uncle live on the upper west side and i stay with them and i'm like i love this place <laughs> but then i you know crash on a couch in the upper east side and i'm just like bro this is gnarly or whatever you know it's like you, yeah. it depends where you are um And I don't miss Chicago at all. There's a reason I left. It's too cold. It's miserable. I don't know how people live there. It's fucking terrible. You wake up and I'm like, I got to go to class and it's like zero degrees. There's no degrees. Yeah, that's fucking crazy <laughs> and the wind chills like negative 20. I'm like this is not inhabitable Like why do people still live here? You can leave yeah, but but the summer is the fucking best though Yeah, summer in chicago is crazy. I did it when I did zany chicago in may and it was just like beautiful weather mm-hmm. Old town like the best part of chicago. It's 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 the best in the summer, but that's like three months exactly But la it's literally every day. I know dude. It's like underrated the weather shit is so boring to talk about but the more i've traveled the more i've been like dude. This is like underrated Yeah, it's a quality of life it's a way of life it it's is. like it's a equinox
0: nice weather sure smoochy town and it's smoochy town yeah that's, that's, that's what la's life. all about come on, come on. <laughs> what uh if you weren't doing comedy what would you like be doing because you went to school for film. You wanted to be yeah. a director or actor? Um,
1: I wanted to be an actor and a director when I was young. Um, and then... Well, I wanted to be in entertainment in some capacity. I didn't really know what. I knew acting was the first thing, but I just, I didn't want to go to theater school and just be a guy who's like waiting tables. And that's my life. Just like yeah. fingers crossed, waiting tables. That sounds like... I like couldn't do that. I, I, I'm too much of like a... I always have to be doing something. I can't just wait around. That's mm-hmm. what's great about stand-up is you can go do it every night if you want to. And yeah. more control over the craft, right? And in acting, you... If you're the best actor, you may not get the thing. If you're you're the best comedian, you will will get the thing. That's so fucking true, dude. Yeah, if you crush so hard and people like you are, you will, and you're not a complete piece of shit. Even if you are, bro, if you're crushing that hard, you can still kind of be a piece of shit and be successful if you're that funny and you sell that many tickets, right? But being an actor, it's like you are the best actor. You're unbelievable. It does not matter.
0: Some of the best actors I've ever seen perform are in acting class and they don't book. It's just because, one, it's a relationship town, like you said. Sure. And the marketability. And it just sucks that you can go your whole life and never book anything. And you're an amazing actor. That's why. But if you're not.
1: fucking funny, you're going to book. But the hard part is how to be that funny. That's the hard part. Yeah. Is how to be that undeniably good. How That's do why you stand-up grow? Is
0: so hard. How do you grow as a comedian? You can't like, you can read books, you can like, but it's life experience. There's no cheat and- code.
1: There's nothing. You just have to do it every night and fail all the time. For years. And did you fail a lot at first? Yeah, bro. Bomb so much, of course. Really? That's a part of it. And you if you can get through the sadness of that feeling, you just keep going. And then you and then you start to feel yourself getting better. And then you're like, ooh, like you feel it. You're like, ooh, that feels different. That this feels like a different thing up here. Yeah. And then you start to get, I started to get addicted to that, that feeling of growth. I was like, whoa. I can feel myself getting better. Wow. Yeah. I kept feeling these like I like every you know I like kind of level up. I was like, ooh, and I still have these moments where I'm like, oh, I feel like I just something's something clicked more. I'm getting more comfortable. I'm getting a better better writer. You can feel it, and so I think it's it's that's what I love about stand up is it is so hard, and you have to just do it so much. You to do get good at it. You know, there's no. You can you can you can socialize your way into spots a little bit, right? Yeah. Which is awesome, and that's a huge part of it. The hang is so underrated. Also, is people is like being able to be a good hang and not weird. Yeah. It's like underrated. Like Bobby Lee took me on the road without ever seeing me do stand up. He just like liked my vibe. And How'd you not, meet him? And Put me up in front of like sold out uh, Denver for a whole weekend. I did a half hour. Never saw me do stand up. No way. Only based off he like liked my vibe. Where? Where'd you meet? Like, I met how... at the comedy store through like Brent Morin and Jason Collins, yeah, yeah. who were like my close friends early on, and they introduced me. I to love see and Bobby; he's yeah. the best. It's like my big brother. And uh, and then and Bo- and Brent was like, "You should take uh, Will on the road." And Bobby's like, "Okay." And then they had like a they unbeknownst to me, they had like a private conversation off to the side where Bobby's like, "Really? Should I?" And Brent's like, "Yeah, he's ready." And then that was it. Really? And, and Bobby just liked how I wasn't like non intrusive. I kind of just like chilled. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, yeah. Not, I wasn't too like, look at me, look at me. Um, which is very much who i am anyways anyways the point being it's like it's like because just being a good hang and easy and chill and nice it's like yeah that helps you know what i mean some people just you see people who are like so funny at open mic and you're like and they're crushing and you're like what's why is this person not further it's probably because they're like a not they're like socially they're socially
0: weird yeah you know so it's it's fucking hard you can like sniff out i feel flattery and shit rather than like genuineness absolutely you know it's mm-hmm. when like you're in the green room and stuff and it's like what can i get out of him like oh i'm gonna try to like no it's just be fucking cool yeah, and it's just have a cool. natural conversation yeah just you know? easy
1: chill it's I, I always would so much rather be the guy in the background like chilling not really doing much than the guy who's doing too much yeah. trying to compete with like you're in, the, you're in the green room with like jessel nick and fucking whoever brendan schaub or whoever and, and you're trying to like out funny them yeah that, i like nah dude i'm not it's crazy. you can have that i'm not yeah. ever gonna be that guy no
0: What would you say your worst, not bombing, but like, have you ever had like a bad heckling?
1: Oh my God. Not the clock. I'm just going to ruin the set real quick. Keep talking. Keep talking. Uh,
0: The heck. Have you ever had like, what's your craziest story about like a heckler?
1: Um, I mean, this is an easy one. I, I, I was doing shows at the Milwaukee improv. I did one show there and towards the end of my set. Well, actually these shoes, funny enough, the shoes I'm wearing, they became untied and did someone untie them like from no they just they just i was working so hard that they burst open (laughs) and i was crying you ever crush so hard your laces come (laughs) undone um no it was you know what's funny the show actually like kind of (laughs) sucked it was actually like a really weird crowd you know what it was it was too nice it was too nice in milwaukee it was like 85 degrees and i was like I don't expect these people to be in here. It's too nice outside. Yeah.
0: They didn't even want to be in there, but they bought the tickets. So then it was I was like, so, yeah, yep, okay, cool, one of those cool, things.
1: So, <laughs> and, uh, and went, my shoes became untied and I was like, I either tie them and it's a weird five seconds. Cause it's like, how do I hold the mic and also tie my, do I just put the mic down and just tie my shoe? It's like, and I was like, I'll just not, I'll keep them untied, acknowledge it, make a joke about eating shit and then continue on the show. Right. Yeah. And then like right as I'm about to do my closer, this is bro, this is like 30 minutes later, 40 minutes later. Um, a woman like like walks up to the stage and and is like, come here. Like up to the stage right here in front of everyone. She's like, Come here, let me tie your shoe. What? Like, come here. And I was like, <laughs> like, no security. And normally club security, it was an improv. Club yeah. security was fucking on. Yeah. It. And she was just standing here. I'm like, no, what do you no? And she's like, No, I have OCD. I need to tie it. Come here. What? And I'm like no, no. And I was like, where is there no security? Yeah, And she kept, she like, wouldn't take no for an answer. And I was like, what is happening? Right. Why is like no one I've never seen, I've never experienced anything like that my entire life. And not only is that clip on my Instagram, um, but the, but then I, I part of the clip, I showed me basically being like, Hey, where's security at? And And I cut to security, like taking her out finally. Right. Okay. And people, and I posted the video and I was like so hyped because I was like, oh, this video is going to like do numbers because it's like so crazy. And bro, like like the internet was like, fuck you, Will. Let her tie your shoes. You were so mean to this woman. like She was just trying to be nice. No she had OCD way. And it turned into this whole thing. I've never gotten that much hate on the internet in my entire life to this day. It was what? Crazy. <laughs> you like, thought it was gonna go viral. Oh, I was, cause it's, I've never seen anything like it. I was so excited to post it. And literally the internet was like, nope, fuck you. You Karen calling security on this woman. Like they didn't understand that that's how, what happens at a comedy yeah. club. You kicked out of a club. That happens, right? Yeah, And it was just, it like turned on me. I lost like a bunch of followers, got like crazy no comments. Way. Yeah, dude, it was gnarly. I talked, I talked about in depth on, on my podcast, but um, but yeah, dude, it's like, it was like a very much a thing. I call it shoegate now. Shoe gate? <laughs> like, yeah, that's
0: funny. But. Did you, what's, all right, so contrary to that, what's the best set you've ever had?
1: Oh, man, that's a great question. It's been on this tour, because for those listening or watching, like, I'm on my first headlining tour Let's go my life this year. It's a big deal for me. I'm very, very happy and grateful, and uh, there's been a few that were like, whoa, and one of them was actually in Chicago. It was, I did two shows at Zany's, and the second show sold out was, like, so good. It was, like, a perfect, it was, like, there was not one lull. It was perfect. It was one of those where I was like, oh, yeah, it was just like yeah, instant
0: shot of heroin right after people coming up to you. It was so nice. Yeah, it was
1: so it was so and the fact that it was like sold out at that type of club made me it even sweeter. So that was that was probably my favorite, I think. Yeah, I think there's been a lot of fun shows on this tour because it's like when you're performing for your own fans, it mm-hmm. like changes the whole thing. Because when you do stand up, you, you need to basically like improve like. Win these people over in a way of like the same thing of like, trust me, right? I got this. But if you're doing going up in front of your fans, like they already there's already in a level of trust established, they're yeah. already like, Well, we like j- the baseline of what you are, and so it's so much easier. You get to just relax, yeah. you don't have to be like, Oh, no, you know, that you first you have to minute. try as much. You, it's like it's a different type of trying. It's like you don't have to you kind know, of be like, You know, I don't know, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say, try and
0: you don't have to like personally invite people out anymore because you just post. Right? And you just, yeah. people come out on the road, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. how do you feel about with like Instagram and stuff and like only posting crowd work and not your set? Yeah. How do you feel social media has really yeah. made comedy? I think in the past couple of years, mainly, I think Matt Reif was one of the more first people to really dive into crowd work and like get super famous off of it mm-hmm. i don't know if have you ever uh, been on a show with him
1: yeah for sure early on yeah cool dude yeah always yeah uh, i never did never super never, never done him super well but he's always been cool
0: yeah what's how do you feel with social media has it helped or has it made it more kind of like i don't know not
1: as mainstream mm-hmm. you know yeah i mean well i it, social media is the only reason i have any type of career so like for sure like that's the only reason I can headline is because people have seen all the clips that I post. And I think it's, it's unbelievable. It's the best because you can, you can literally uh, build and create a fan base from your living room. Mm. That's insane. Yeah. Like you can fil- you know, do stand up at night, film your sets, edit them at home, make them good and put them out. And like your life could change. That's like five years ago. That was not even yeah. a thing. And now it's just, you can, I've been, I literally created a fan base yeah. in, on my laptop how'd you You get
0: like follow how'd you build that following
1: i just kept posting i just i had like one or two videos that did well and i just kept doing it and didn't stop for you know going on three years now probably during covid when i started putting out videos and i just didn't stop like consistently doing it making sure also since i went to film school i had a leg up and so i already knew a little bit of editing you know Uh, so some people are like well like final no no idea yeah Yeah, i do premiere but either way it's just i had i already knew the the basics of everything and i really cared about the quality and making it look good yeah and um and yeah, so I just like kept putting shit out and then a couple clips went dumb and it just kept, kept going. Um, so now it's just all about growth, but it's, it's just, it's dude, coming up in like the, whatever, like the, you know, the people we've maybe looked up to in our lives coming up in like the 2000s or whatever. It's like, you know how different it was? Like how the fuck do you get like a fan base? Yeah. You have to get on a
0: thing. And you have right? to go to the club and like do well and meet people there and hopefully yeah. someone's watching you. For real. Just like an actual audition. I prefer mm-hmm. going in person. Yeah, like, other than
1: like a self-tape, do you act as well? I do, yeah, not as like hardcore, but like I'll, I do generally. Yeah. Hey, the, the answer, ask me that again? Yes. Continue. <laughs> Continue fucking, like, own it, baby. I'm like, I'm like this way too
0: long. Yeah. Anyways, yes. Does that come from like an acting background? That's why I moved out here. I went oh, cool. to Cal Arts nice. uh, for my BFA, and I hated it. It was like artsy fartsy, become the tree bullshit. Mm. Uh, acting
1: classes are tough, man. They I are, do not dude. Like and I just like find find your ground
0: neutral position, and just like I just don't buy into it, and it's not my cup of tea when it comes to acting. Yeah. And now, like throughout my life, I've realized that I don't want to win an Oscar. You know, that mm. doesn't get me hard. You know, anymore. What gets me hard is hosting and making people smile and laugh and like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i want to be a tonight show host that's what i want to do cool you know i like
1: that man that's really cool
0: uh and just that's why i prefer going in person because you can't really read someone off a video just like i mean in comedy you can but like an you know, audition itself
1: a self-tape right like yeah, you say in, your
0: name and height like you don't get the vibe of I someone know, dude
1: because you can't play the room you can't you can't get like get some laughs show your charisma you kind of can't do that So yeah. I, I completely agree with you who are some of your favorite yeah, comedians yeah you know what uh like right now i mean it's it's tough because i don't uh because when you've been will doing burkhart, long, you will burkhart that's my favorite fucking imagine if i said myself <laughs> <laughs> and like wasn't joking about it um that'd be fun <laughs> you would kick me out of the podcast immediately please and uh you know what's funny is i don't uh like consume any stand-up at this point in my life i don't really watch stand-up especially like on my own i never watch it like a You're special on Netflix or anything? ever no
0: i Do just you feel yeah. my buddy benedict Pulizzi Sure. Uh, he actually, I'll get to the topic of like staying comfortable in Indiana. He's moving to LA, but like he was comfortable in Indiana because the internet doesn't there. live in LA. No, he's moving now. He's actually moving here. <laughs> Whoa. That's yeah. Crazy. But he lived in Indiana. He was like, I don't find a reason to because I, the internet's in Indiana and I was I doing just fine lived, there. I mean,
1: I kind of met him recently, but I thought he lived in LA anyways. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. But, uh, fuck, what were we just talking about? Oh yeah, watching comedians. Do mm. you feel like yeah. you'll be influenced? He he thinks that like he'll just copy the comedian, like yeah, for transform sure. into them.
1: Yeah. There's absolutely a big part of that. Yes, for sure. I think I I mean early on that's what you that's what you do when you first start stand up. You're basically just emulating the people you look up to. Mm. And until you kind of find your voice so there's absolutely a level to that like i don't want to watch anyone because to get inspired or like influence too much and i start to like mimic their shit for sure like Mas- Mascalgo's easy too, fucking it's too it's too like i can't i need to like be I, I have to just the only stand-up i want to hear is my own or if i'm at a show and someone's on stage that's the only stand-up i want to hear and uh it will also just i also don't really enjoy watching stand-up because i'm like I, I see it every night i'm like uh, yeah. the last thing i want to do is watch more of it yeah jesus christ um and yeah, and, and and there's a level to it of sometimes I get a little jealous where I'll be like, you'll start to compare yourself. Not just, not jealousy, it's more the comparison thing Indeed. where you're like, you're like, how the fuck did they come up with that? Like, that's so funny. Yeah. Why did I come up with that? This mm. guy, is he funnier than me? Like, I get a little in my head with it. So I just, I remove myself. I consume like, Everything else except stand-up. But when I was was coming up and growing up, I fucking obsessively watched stand-up. Yeah, But just at this point, I'm like, all right, I don't need to anymore.
0: Would you say you You had a funny childhood, like growing up, like cool stories that you like bring (laughs) back?
1: You know what? Like not really because I was so well-behaved and I didn't really fuck up that much.
0: Were you a Catholic school kid? No,
1: no. I just like, my parents like raised me really well and I just was always like, I have this thing in my life where it's still thing to this day is that I still always do the right thing. Always. I never like, Make a decision. I'm like, oh, this is kind of crazy that I'm doing this. I'm always. You're not
0: stealing a pack of gum at self checkout at Target.
1: Ever. <laughs> ever, bro.
0: See, I, 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 listen, ever. I'll do a little buy one get one for free. Sure, you know, people
1: do, man. I have friends that do it all. It's like not in, in an airport. I'm in mean, airports all oh, time. Oh, bro, you know it's the it easiest place. I'm not easy, paying $7 bro. for a bottle I know. of water. I get it, I get it, but I have this weird thing. I, I think it's karma. Are you it's like No, dude, and that's what I'm saying, bro. It's like it's annoying because I wish I had crazier stories, but I'm always too worried about like some karma shit that if you steal water, Who knows? It's like something bad's going to happen. Someone's going to rape you. (laughs) Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, I keep it pretty. I don't know. I just always like try to just do the right thing and be a good guy. I just, I'm like, even stealing a pack of gum. I'm like, it's going to come back to me somehow. Yeah. Which is a good way to think. It is good. It's a very safe. But it's again, I, but I don't have like, I'm not the guy who has like these crazy fucking party stories. Or when I was a kid, like, oh, I stole my mom's car, drove it on the football field. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I was at home like playing Madden on my PlayStation. Like, you know, yeah. so it's just, yeah. So that's, that's, that's very much who I still am to this day.
0: What were your, some of your, uh, you know, go-to things besides being on Bumble during that COVID stint, you know? <laughs> go-to things in Madden? What? In what? Like, oh, like, like doing stuff? What do you do? What do you do in you your what free I had time?
1: To do? Oh, in my, in my free time, like during COVID or now? Both. I mean, real, I mean. Tree, Any habits, you pick up knitting? No, not knitting. Um, you know, man, I don't, dude, I, cause I treat stand up like a nine to five. So like I'm doing shit for work, like the whole Editing, day. Editing,
0: writing. Yeah, yeah, the whole
1: day pretty much. And so by the time night comes, I'm doing a set and then I'll go home and, and play some Madden, smoke some weed, watch a movie or like go to my girlfriend's place and hang out with her. So there's not a ton of other time. I don't like I should be seeing friends more basically. is yeah. what I've come to realize is like man, I'm, I'm lonely. Not, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not like well that's the problem is like I I like being alone so much that like it gets in the way of like I need to push myself to like go kick it more with people. Good, gotcha. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I can't, bro. I'm afraid to be alone, I think. Yeah, man. I know I I know people like that. And it's kind of wild. That like you like you are one of those dudes. Like I just, what is it about that? Like why why what are you what are you running from? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I'm just like I love meeting people and like I'd rather go to a bar and eat and not even drink mm-hmm. and just socialize with the bartender, and meet someone than sit at home and order Postmates or Reese. And it's just I don't know if it's because like I don't I don't know. I need someone to talk to. Like even if when I get like rich and famous and whatnot, like a big house, I'm gonna have my boys live with me if I don't have a girl. You know? Cause sure. I just like I'm just I don't know. I don't I get know it. what it is. And now I get a taste of having a girlfriend when I was 22, mm. 22, 25, had a f- relationship. And then right after, that, right after that, two-year relationship. And now like I'm craving it again. I'm single. And it's just like, that's why I'm going on so many dates because like- You want I a want, girlfriend? I want a girl. I'm a girlfriend guy. Interesting. I love mining and dining. I love cool. taking care of someone, having someone by your side. But I don't know if it's that's a selfish thing to think that, oh, I want some eye candy by me or like or, someone what's, like-
1: Well, no, then you just don't have to be alone. I think it just goes back to that. You just can't be alone. No. But what is, why is that? Let's <laughs> I, I, I wanna dive into this. Why? What do you think that is? Like why, have you always been like that?
0: I've always been just like a social kid and just like always having friends over and like wanting to, I have three sisters. Okay. So I don't know if that correlates to anything. Uh- <laughs> maybe, maybe, who knows. But but, what,
1: like when you're by yourself though, like what? what's the feeling you get that makes you go, I gotta go to the bar and eat, and eat and talk to the bartender. Like what makes you go, ah, I gotta get out of here. Maybe I don't wanna be alone with my own thoughts. For sure, which is totally valid, by the way. Like, which I aren't am, like I, evil. It's
0: not like, oh, I'm gonna no, kill someone. I do, <laughs> I'm the
1: same type of way where I'm. I'll spiral out of control and get super anxious about stuff, for sure. But then I just, I just, yeah, I, just, I go for a walk or something instead of walks are nice, dude. Big walk guy. Slap on
0: a podcast. You listen to podcasts. Big walk
1: guy. Yep, big podcast guy. Big walk guy. Absolutely. We we'll
0: yeah. listen to Smoochy Town. Uh,
1: what's your podcast called? Just called the Will Burkhardt podcast.
0: Yeah, simple. Burkhardt. What is that German? Yeah,
1: it is. Nice,
0: nice. nice man. You fucking nailed it. Right? <laughs> Um, what are you packing down there? What's your schnitzel size?
1: Uh, twelve inches. Next <laughs> I get a five soft, and a half inch. Soft pepper. Soft, pepper. Twelve soft. Uh, it's really. a little
0: raunchy. Where'd you lose your virginity? In
1: what where? Age? Uh, what, age, what age? I was eighteen. Uh, where? Uh, a dorm room. Oh, it was in college. In college.
0: You went through all high school.
1: Yeah. So no, you were oh, no, a good boy. Zero, zero. attention from girls all of high school. Zero. Were you a nerd? No. I. Or did I, you not I care because you were so focused? Nope, I hated school, so I was not focused. I, I did like I loved like fucking around, hanging out with friends for sure. Um, but I I was like really late to hit puberty. I was like a late bloomer, and so I never. So I just girls like never. I was just never just hairless five two. Pretty much, yeah, for real. more like, <laughs> like, like, Mo rap. I didn't like get to be quasi like attractive to girls until like college. Like like maybe mid halfway through college, I probably got like, oh okay, he's like a guy. That's nice. He's oh. not just this like pimply <laughs> like you know type of dude short kind of dude. I've always been the shortest one of my friends, which is yeah, awesome. I'm too short. what are you five? I'm nine? five nine. Yeah. So it's like fine. It's fine. Um it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. You don't fucking worry about it at all. <laughs> if I wear a hocus I'm five ten. And uh but it, yeah I was just never never girls did not like it. I talk about it in my act. I'm just ne- I was never never You're a handsome guy. Well thank you. Great head of hair. Thank you. Your little beard? Things are fine now. My girl's yeah. beautiful but yeah. again took me took me a while to figure it out what did she do? So she's a therapist. <laughs> for real damn that's why you want to dive into my fucking loneliness <laughs> I, think dude, I think that shit's interesting for real yeah does she man, ever like use the, does she ever you can say you can tell when she's like let's talk about this no because she's like mentally exhausted from doing that all day okay so i don't think she wants to be like now let's dive into you when i'm done with work but I, can you ever win an argument absolutely not and that's, bit, <laughs> and that's and that's a bit i'm literally working on right now oh it's really about, about dating a therapist now i cannot win an argument like it's mm-hmm. basically. Arguing with a therapist is like you cannot win. It's like no. I've never won an argument ever. It's 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 like having like a skateboarding competition with Tony Hawk. Like I'm fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm doing kickflips and ollies and 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 she's doing fucking backflips, Mick twists. Yeah. Talking about my parents' divorce. I mean, it's like so <laughs> many things. It's like so. Divorce. You know. Divorce. Me too. Yeah. I was eight years like old. That. But yeah, really eight. Crazy.
0: No, no way, bro.
1: Yeah. yeah my here. dad was. Uh, I got to see him Wednesday nights every other weekend. Wow. Now let's talk about this. Yeah. So what was your what was the how close did your parents live to each other when they got divorced? Uh, forty five
0: minutes. You got a condo like forty five minutes in the Boondocks in Rhode Island. I'm from. Prov-
1: cool. One of my best friends is from uh, Barrington.
0: Right? Oh no way, bro. For real. Yeah, that was our one of our rival high schools because I went to an all boys Catholic. Cool.
1: Got it. Yeah. Interesting. That could tie into that could tie into it. No yeah, we're, we're we're unraveling. Where's that. your girlfriend? Get her in here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh what uh remind me, where did we we went to into Bitland? I forgot what was Oh the wait, thing. we're
0: 45 minutes away. Oh so, parents, yeah. So yeah. how often
1: did you see them? What was the so
0: Wednesday nights, my dad would pick me and my sister up because I have three sisters, yep. one True Blood, just like that show on CW. Hey. Very cool. Uh okay. and so she he'd pick us up, and that poster right there, for people that can't see it, it says it says, I'd say the hip, hop, heavy mm-hmm. rappers delight by sugar sugarhoe gang. We each had a different verse in that song we'd memorize. And every time they pick us up, we'd sing it in the car. And that's the fondest memory I have of like wow. us three. Yeah. That's
1: like that scene in Step Brothers where they're singing the song. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, and they're like miserable. Yep. <laughs> Dan Cook, 20 minutes. Let's go. Let's go. Pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, that's interesting, man, because I had I my parents lived hella close. Like they were s- 10 minutes away from each other. And so I bounced back and forth. I did like uh, every other night. So you'd only get through the first verse. Oh, absolutely, yeah. bro. you did like a fucking long, because those old rap songs, it gets to like a minute yeah. and a half before it gets to the actual lyrics. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't even make it to the lyrics. But yeah, I did every other night and then every other weekend. You, were
0: you, do. Are you closer with one of your parents more than the other?
1: No, I'm very close with both. I lucked out. My parents are like 10 out of 10, both. That's In both awesome. different ways. Yeah. I got like the best of both worlds. Like yeah. my mom's very like sweet, warm, empathetic, quiet. And dad's like social, funny, super uh, like, hardworking like that's crazy, my crazy discipline that's
0: my dad full italian and whatnot mm. my mom my mom's same the sweet but she's also like we'll cut a bitch mm, like, like don't mess sure. with their kids do not yeah, mess with their fucking kids yeah, yeah, yeah. one time quick story high school football game this is actually to both my parents uh my mom was in the stands and it was all boys catholic high school and the kickoff team was going out i was an all-american football player by the way hell yeah What'd you, what position you play uh, strong safety
1: nice I, that fits you I yeah it's a, a
0: pit bull coming up the alley i love it uh so my mom decides to yell somebody fucking hit somebody in the stands. Whoa. And she was next to my principal, like two rows up. So my principal, Mr. Brennan, uh, turns around and goes, "Uh, ma'am, can you quiet down? That's the last thing you want to say to my mom. Mm. Spicy Italian, let me tell you. Mm. And my mom was like, fuck you. Didn't even know who that was my principal. And she got banned from all interscholastic football games for the rest of the year. Oh man. Follow up, my dad. And did you play high school football? Based on, on your stature on, now.
1: Uh, <laughs> Did I play high school football? Go ahead.
0: So uh, my dad, you, the parents of the home team that runs the chain gang. Mm-hmm. They volunteer mm-hmm. for like the chains and the yardsticks. Oh, cool. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, exactly what you're talking about.
0: So my dad was a playoff game against East Providence High School, which it wasn't the best area, right? So okay. the kids necessarily weren't raised the best, it doesn't matter. So some kid, cuz I was the best player on the team, some kids started talking shit about me in front of my dad who, cause the chain gang is on the opposite side of the field, on their sideline. And my dad said, would you say about number 20? And the dude turned around, and repeated it. My dad hit the kid on the head with the yardstick and a brawl broke out and he was banned for life for all high school events. Whoa, not
1: just for a year. No, whole, no, whole career. Full, full card.
0: But wow. my dad owned the biggest construction company in Rhode Island, which is a very political Italian thing. So Ooh. after a year he got back in, uh, cause he knew the, uh, athletic director what did he state. say
1: what, what did the person say
0: uh he was like yo number 20s little bitch we need to lock him up because i was just blitzing and shit sure. uh and yeah and so my like my sick. parents
1: are spicy damn bro did you get into a lot of fights too were you a big like fighter
0: no it was always catholic high school so it was like you didn't want to get kicked out and everyone was oh, like yeah. pretty like, yeah. chill pretty strict there's no Could... girls to have to worry about but right. all the girls loved us because one you want what you can't have naturally
1: Awesome that you were that. Do you feel like you, was that like your great? Are you, still, well, is that when I peaked? Yeah, I peaked in high school. For I sure. don't know if I'd like, like <laughs> that's like, I'm like dancing around saying that, but I also am like, do you, are you still feel like you're kind of like, you, you wanna still be the man? A little, like, I don't know, I don't know how else to ask it. It's not like, did you peak, but are you trying to like get, is that what you're chasing? You're chasing that maybe, like, maybe, maybe,
0: dude. Maybe that's why I can't be alone because
1: I, I need to prove myself all the time that I'm the man. Or, and it could also be stand up. I'm like the center of attention. I'm the man. I'm yeah. I mean, look at me. I'm which is not a bad thing. I'm I do stand up too, so it's yeah. all very selfish. But um, no, it's interesting that you were. Uh, did you have to do like pep rallies in front of people and stuff? Oh
0: yeah, dude. Yeah. I was like a freaking cheerleader, basically. It all makes sense, dude. But you I, didn't start stand up until late. No, I literally started last year, and I really I caught the bug for sure. Uh, but now I'm getting more comfortable and stuff. Like I've been doing more open mics. I never did an open mic until like two months ago.
1: Wow. It was all just
0: like ticketed shows at huh. like. Comedy Chateau, haha, ha, the Improv Lab, and I did it through, like you said, networking, and that's why I have the imposter syndrome about like performing at these places. But I'm growing through that, and yes, I can bring a lot of people out. I can bring like I average sixty people to the Improv. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ!
0: Yeah, it's insane, and it's just like people just want to come to me and like because I just want everyone to have a good time at the end of the day. Yeah, that's dude. really all it's I a want. a
1: Great thing to want. And I think that's, I respect that a lot.
0: And sometimes it's to my own detriment because I'm the last person having fun because I'm too worried about other people's happiness.
1: Yeah, for sure, dude. Where do you think that comes from? Why do you want everyone to be happy all the time? Why do you care that much?
0: I don't know. That's why just like with dating and girls and shit, I care so much that it comes off as too eager Mm. and too like, I can't just play it cool. You know, I'm just like intense. I don't know.
1: Interesting. I mean, these are all good things. You want everyone to have a good time. It's like you're a serial have a entertainer. Yeah. Like, I think that's a really good thing. It'd be worse if you're like, you know, have some other deep shit that you're like, you're very bitter and jaded and shit. Um, but that's cool, dude. It's a good quality. Yeah. But the
0: dating, definitely. I think it's because when my parents got divorced, my dad had, he was like late 30s when they got divorced. <clears throat> and he had five girlfriends. all, what? Like, all for, no <laughs> All under the age of 25 living in the house that he got at a year, year, year different. So I kept seeing a bunch of different girls and stuff. Mm. So, and I saw the controlling, the overprotective, the basically insecurities of him growing up and teaching me how to like treat a lady, not in a bad sense, just in a people aren't your possession. Mm. And I Mm. think he dated younger girls to show that kind of like power if you will and that's why i'm learning to deal with those insecurities of like not worry about what my girl is doing and what not or like cuz i did get cheated on in the past mm. of like that's why like social media instagram like that's why i always want to be around my girl because i don't trust her to not be mm. with me. Do you, like is
1: that a real thing? Like if you, do you yeah, I wouldn't have said it. Trust it issues, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. That's interesting because I'm not like that because I never, I've never gotten cheated on. So I'm, I'm like, oh, very, never Yeah, I'm a good guy. <laughs> uh, and no, I never. I'm just so I'm, I'm like probably too trusting. I mean, I trust my girl uh, for sure. But I, I'm like, I'm even if I didn't, I'd still be like, ah, you know, yeah. unless you give me a reason. I'm not like it's not built into me. People have that shit like that shit's built into you to be like, where are you going? What are you doing? What's on your phone? Yeah, but I just don't have yeah. That.
0: Like I'd get mad that she wouldn't like um, comment on my photos or post me on social media. My ex. wow,
1: that's she so wouldn't post me because I'm like,
0: why aren't you posting me? Are you afraid that to because wow. you're talking to someone and doesn't want to see? Wow, yeah, dude. But I should just be confident and secure enough that like you know what you got, mm-hmm. you got me, and yeah. if you do anything to hurt that yeah. or affect that, then you're not the one for me. I'm out, and I
1: learned. For sure, that yeah. makes sense, but that's hard. It's hard to unlearn that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. hard, that's so baked into who you are, it's hard to like, no, I just won't care. And you're like. Yeah, I care, I know? care, bro. Hey, you, the picture's <laughs> nice we took together. You can post it if you want, but all good either way. Exactly, like, I was like, because yeah,
0: yeah. I wanna post you, and I'm not posting you because you're not posting me. So it's like, that's fucking, oh, God, yeah, yeah it's so I'm stupid. Nuts. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's that's so a, stupid. That's a
1: part of where I like, I fucking hate social media. If we're like relationships, I think social media is really tough because it's almost like you have to prove that. You're having a great time. Yeah, prove that you have a great relationship. I'm like, I don't need to know that. I don't need people to know that. My relationship is mine. I and the don't less need you to care. like, oh, look at how great, look how happy we are. I'm like, I know we're happy.
0: Yeah, I don't need them
1: to know. Yeah. I want you to know about my stand up and come see. It's like so I can take my girl out to dinner. Yeah, I don't need to like show. Hey, I'm like, eh. what's your ideal day spot know. out here? Uh, big sushi guy. I love sushi, bro. Yep. What do you get? What's your order? Uh I mean I, I light it up. I get a lot. I mean we go to this one place. Oh, I wind it up, baby. Chef's get, tasting on you. Yeah, I get a lot. I get a lot of stuff. But we'll do we this one place we go to, I don't want to say where, but it's in, in Studio City. We okay. go to and it's like our go-to sushi spot that we just we just go. But yeah, I'm, I'm down. You, I love eating sushi when I'm I get back from the road. That's my favorite, is because I eat the opposite of sushi for like three days straight. You know, I eat like, <laughs> well, like bur- fast food and burgers show. and bullshit, you know. And then I'm like, what's the opposite? Oh, and I like it's like post road sushi. I always get that's like my new routine. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude.
0: I love. I just love a little salmon nigiri with light rice, Sure. spicy tuna rolls, spicy tamami.
1: All good. A little miso. All good things. I'll tell you uh, the um, the place after we record. I love to. It's, it's it's fucking great. Yeah. yeah. But also, it's like, it is a million places, sushi places in LA. Is not LA is good place. sushi, I feel. It's the best. It's almost like too many. You'll go yeah. down Ventura and you'll be, it'll just be like sushi, sushi, mattress, mattress store, mattress store, sushi, sushi, sushi. That's like, yeah. Oh, well, that's a reference. <laughs> mattress of, that's a reference to people who know what
0: the fuck. You live time. in the Valley? Yeah. I live in Studio City. Do you like it? I love
1: it. Did I you ever
0: live any elsewhere?
1: I lived in Studio City for a while and then I moved to Sherman Oaks. So, like, pretty close for like a year and then moved to West Hollywood with a girl. And then for like three months, we broke up, broke the lease, got you broke. moved in with a girl. Uh uh-huh. In West Hollywood lived there for three years broke the lease i was broke and then moved back to studio city moved in with a buddy um or no and i got a place in the the complex that i used to live with a friend in got my own place and i've been there ever since okay so, so that's a long way to long way away all the places that i've lived but I'm, I'm, I'm a big i'm a valley guy yeah
0: i'm slowly starting to like the valley more uh because you can always go to west hollywood if you want a good time
1: it's like 50 minutes away it's right there
0: exactly and it's like cheaper in the valley it's uh-huh. more family oriented and you don't have to worry about parking as much
1: nope it's the best yeah it's hard it's a it's a hard place for me to live i don't want to live anywhere else in la you could make the case that like live closer to lax because i'm there all the time mm. but i just don't want to You go out of burbank you know, lately i do more yeah yeah but you just can't it has to be a you can't you really do nonstop? stop mm-hmm. so burbank you got to do a layover which so, is worth it
0: so you're a 49ers guy I am actually, yeah. Yeah. You're doing pretty well that you're right.
1: Is Rod Purdy the answer? I think so. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan. You guys you lucked out with McCaffrey. Let me tell he's you. He's awesome, dude. That guy rocks. Um, he's so he looks like a fucking G.I. Joe I played with as a kid. Yeah, he's like the most handsome. I'm like, how do you look like that? Were
0: you an action figure guy growing up? Yeah, dude, bro, I had all the WWE guys.
1: Ah, those are fun. I was a big Star Wars action figure guy. That was that was my that was my bag.
0: So you are a nerd with like the Star Wars. I'm really not.
1: I liked like Star Wars, not Lord of the Rings. Don't fucking talk to me like that. No, I really wasn't that nerdy because I didn't care about school. I was like, this shit sucks. Why am I like, you know, those kids who would like stay up all night studying. Yeah. I've like never done that yeah. in my whole life. I was like, I don't care enough. Why am I, what am I this isn't my thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I've recently got back into football though. I didn't pay. When I started stand up. I was like, well, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with sports. Like I cared more about fantasy baseball than I cared about school. Um, fantasy
0: baseball. Yeah. That's fantasy baseball, basketball, and uh, hockey. It's too much time because you that's have to keep adjusting your lineups. That's football is just once it. a week, baby. No, that's
1: what I liked about it. I wanted the work. I put the, I like, was oh. legit. I was a nerd with that. I feel like I was managing an actual team. Dude, for real. It was so fun. I love, I was obsessed with it. Um, then I started stand up, and I, I didn't have the mental capacity and bandwidth to like keep following sports. And I just gave, I didn't follow sports for legit like six, seven years at all. Like zero. I couldn't name any players on any teams. I was really out. Yep. Didn't even watch the playoffs. Didn't give a fuck. I was when so When did you focused. get back into it? Like two years ago, three years ago, for real. Like I, I started following basketball like during COVID. You know why? Because it was the only it. thing to do. You, you know go, what fucking fucked me
0: up? Mm. Sports gambling. Oh, I got into yeah, sports gambling during COVID because there was nothing else to do. Yeah, and like, dude. I wanted a horse in the race. I wanted an itch. I had an itch that needed to be scratched. I and you. I lost $27,000. <laughs> I
1: mean, come on, bro. That's an insane in amount In two money. years. That's an insane amount of money. I loads.
0: know. How are you making money? Uh, a lot of commercials and shit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm a commercial cool. actor. That's probably my bread and butter when it comes. And I get paid like a couple hundred bucks for the stand-up
1: shows that I it's do. That's not real money. No,
0: though, it's yeah. not real money. Wow, all.
1: dude. That's a that's... Fucking a, man. dude! And
0: game. I wrote notes on my fucking loose paper and stuck it to my wall, saying like you could have put your nieces through college.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money. And I did
0: the tally mark, uh, this and that, and I kept having to take it down after a few days because you, 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 I just got bored and I like yeah. I lost the energy to watch sports without having a horse in the race. And now I'm finally sober yeah. from it. I had a little relapse in the beginning of the season. Okay, lost a couple grand, but now I'm back.
1: Still a lot.
0: Still, course, dude, I'm not like proud. Lot. Yeah. Because the fifty dollars bets weren't doing it anymore. I had the oh at had keep man, betting, bro. Dude. It's a dude sports gambling. I'm not addicted to alcohol. I love alcohol, but I can stop drinking, because yeah. uh, I still have that work ethic from high school where I didn't like. I'm an all or nothing guy. There's moderation's for cowards, in my opinion. You know, okay. either I'm not Fam- drinking. I'm not. famous last words. But continue, yeah, <laughs> but continue, continue.
1: It'll say that when you it'll. Say
0: I was just filming away uh for a okay. month in Malibu for the reality wow, show. Wow, that's really funny. But dude. on the show, we only had like two drinks per night. So basically it was rehab for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, no shit. That they could they only let you drink two, two drinks. drinks tonight. per night because
0: the comedy from the show, it's a sarcastic bachelorette, the show itself. I don't know if you've ever seen it. You probably won't, but it's fine.
1: Clips, but I would now well now that I know people because you Benedict also. Me and Benny, on, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, I would like to Are you guys both on it this This year? season. He
0: came in a little late. Yeah. Him and his our brother di- brotherly dynamic is fucking fantastic.
1: I, I wanna watch a little bit of it just because I know you guys now. Yeah. That's yeah. more fun for me. It's, it's like sports gambling. I'll, I'll gamble on him <laughs> <laughs> well
0: gamble on me baby i'm I gonna get it, it. uh before we head out it took too much of your time do you want to plug anything no, please, your I'm podcast a I'm happy to chat
1: yeah just go um Honestly, go see me on the road. I'm more, go see me on the road. I'm coming to, uh, just go to my website. It's thewillburkhart.com or just go to my Instagram. Uh, it has everything there. I have a podcast called the Will Burkhart Podcast. I basically give a, where's my camera? Uh, I give, <laughs> I give, a, I give like a behind the scenes look about what it's really like being a stand up comedian who's touring, like the real shit that no one talks about, like mm-hmm. the highs, the lows, everything in between. Um, Cause I've never seen that in stand up potentially, louder with the videos. Um, I've never seen it in stand up before where it's like, um, people just show how successful they are yeah they don't really show like what you yeah, how you got there what about the hard shit mm-hmm. you know i'm like very honest and real about what i'm going through and um so yeah that's every week every wednesday and then uh, come see me on the road i'll be in when does this come out this will come out in two weeks uh i already i already did orlando it was fucking sick uh i'm gonna be in omaha kansas city that's so sick um hartford connecticut and boston coming up so have you performed b- boston before yes a smaller show that i headlined but now i'm doing like the main club for like let's weekend, go bro so congratulations. congratulations dude thanks man. honestly
0: to all comedians watching uh it actually is very informative i watch this podcast and oh thanks yeah because i want to learn about it because i'm new cool. to the game and stuff that and makes it, me happy to hear it that. makes it more like relatable rather than seeing all the successes you know yeah, like not that? everything's yeah. all fucking sunshine no and it's not
1: man it really isn't i'm still like an up-and-coming level so it's like you really can get a taste of of you know even because people may see like how successful everything is but they don't really know what's What's really going on? You know what I mean? What are you really going through as you're on the uh, as you're on the come up, you know? So yeah. I appreciate you watching. Though. I'm glad. I'm glad you can find it helpful.
0: Of course, baby. So. I want to thank Purple Banter, Kati and LJ for producing this bad boy. Will Burkhart yeah. for coming on. Smoochy Town coming to a screen near you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, bro. I've
1: been on the road, I've been doing shows. Now we steak. Remember sleeping on the floor. we at the gas station when the times cold In the kitchen, I still trying to flip it out the stove.